Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Joining me now here on In the Zone is managing editor editor of Respect Magazine, Brandon Scoopy Robinson. Brandon, how's it going, my man? I'm just working, 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 working. How y'all doing? <laughs> well, <laughs> glad to have you on, Brandon. <laughs> and you know, I've got Justin sitting over here uh, to my left. I know he's called in before, so definitely appreciate you uh, taking the time to call into Camp Radio. Justin Blaze, what's going on? Hey, Scoop, Scoop, my man. Okay. You, you, I mean, you, you just had your birthday weekend. I see you on CNN, man. I, I, I see you everywhere. You're in Slam Magazine. I just, I, I see you everywhere. I just see you everywhere, man. Keep, keep up the hustle. Thank you, my brother. Just working hard. Just working hard. That's it. That's it. What it's all about. All right, yes, Brandon. Sir. Time to get into some business here. Uh, before the series started, you picked the Cleveland Cavaliers to win in six games. Uh, it's not looking so good right now as the Warriors have taken the first two games by storm. Uh, your impressions on what has allowed uh, Golden State to gain such a commanding 2-0 lead? I can give you two words. I don't got to give you an impression, man. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is playing like LeBron James on the Golden State Warriors. Um, you, you, you look at that team, man. I mean, if it's not <clears throat> Kevin Durant... It's Clay Thompson. If it's not Clay Thompson, it's Steph Curry. If it's not Steph Curry, it's Draymond Green. Gosh darn it, if it's not him, it's Zaza Pachulia hitting trick shots in game one. I mean, they're like a roach that just won't die. Now, you you say they're Kevin Durant, and joining the, the Golden State Warriors last year, you kind of an easy path to the finals. Do you, if Cleveland... Uh, or excuse me, if Golden State were to win this and Kevin Durant would win his first title, would you take anything, you know, away from Kevin Durant's accomplishments if he were to win this title? No, you can't beat him, join him. You know, I think at the end of the day, um, LeBron, number one, actually, I think number one is actually the Boston Celtics back in uh, when 
Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen, and Paul Pierce joined forces uh, kind of set the tone. And then LeBron followed suit with Chris Bosh and uh, Dwayne Wade in the 2010 free agency sweepstakes. And I think NBA, these guys are getting smarter. I, I said this on a show a few days ago. Uh, and once when I was in grad school at Hofstra University, I was working on my grad thesis, and I was talking with Sonny DeCaro, uh, Hoops uh, Kingmaker legend guy. Uh, and he basically said to me, you know, a lot of these guys um, uh, took cues from Charles Barkley, took cues from Patrick Ewing, took cues from uh, Karl Malone and, and, and John Stockton, where, you know, I, I, there, there's no loyalty anymore. I mean, you, you even look at you guys, uh, assuming you're 21, listen, if you're going to go to a party, if there's no – uh, Coca-Cola machine to, to mix with your Bacardi rum, you're going to go to Pepsi. There's no loyalties anymore. So I, I think at the end of the day, when you look at Kevin Durant uh, making the decision which was best for him and going to you know, Northern California where the money is, I think it was a smart decision on his part, both for brand uh, sponsorships and also from a perspective of just winning and not overexerting your knees and, and, and everything else. What did you think about Paul Pierce's comments uh, after game two saying that Kevin Durant is right now the best player in the world, uh, and that includes LeBron James? Well, Paul Pierce is a big instigator. So uh, <laughs> while I, I respect Paul Pierce and everything he's done, um, I, I do think that Kevin Durant has been next in line. I think foot injuries and also playing with Russell Westbrook kind of diminished um, his talent. You know, I, I think sometimes when you go to a new situation um, with with fresh faces and people who are, their best interest is to make you look good, um, I think you're in a situation where you shine brighter. I think Kevin Garnett, or excuse me, Kevin Durant for a long time was that guy next in the, in the wings, you know, post-LeBron uh, to, to, to be – the, the the perimeter guy uh, to be the greatest, but I still think um, LeBron James is still LeBron James, and I think whenever you're at the top, people do want to bring you down. What I find interesting is that whenever the Cavaliers or LeBron James does well, folks often want to compare LeBron to Michael Jordan and his brilliance, but whenever LeBron is not on his A game, they want to compare the Warriors to the Chicago Bulls. So which is it? Interesting point there, you know, and Vegas, you bring up, you know, Warriors and the Bulls, and Justin and I were kind of talking about it, you know, off air, is that, you know, Vegas, uh, they, you know, released that if the Warriors and, you know, the 95-96 Bulls played each other, they would, you know, favor the Warriors, the spread would favor the Warriors, you know, just your thoughts on that. And Brandon, Brandon, and I said that, or, I mean, they are talking about it on the jump today, it also depends on what rules are you are you playing. Are we playing in the 90s or are you playing in the 2000s? Say if it was on a neutral court right now, who would win between the Bulls and the Warriors? Well, first of all, I am going to say thank you for throwing me an alley because, number one, all this if and when and, you know, supposedly, if my aunt was my uncle, she'd have a mustache. You know, I, I think it's, it's interesting that people often want to compare um, those two teams and those two eras. I think it's it's actually disrespectful to 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 act as if what Michael Jordan did and what Scottie Pippen did and what Dennis Rodman, Horace Grant, all those guys did was normal. Those guys won 72 games and won a championship um, in '96. Uh, the Warriors won 73 games and they lost the Cavaliers. Now, some may argue that had Draymond Green not gotten suspended and Kyrie Irving hit that big shot and Kevin Love hit that big shot, 
we'd be talking about a potential Golden State Warriors three-peat right now. Um, but I, I think that people need to stop mixing arguments as far as errors. Let Michael and his error be Michael and Michael's error. Let Steph Curry and, and Kevin Garnett still evolve because nobody was comparing that Bulls team to, uh, to, to Bill Russell and some of those other guys. They weren't comparing them to Magic Showtime era. You got to let those guys be that guy. And, you know, and I'm guilty of it as well. You were talking about the jump. You guys were paying attention to the news a couple of weeks ago. My interview with Kenny DeJet Smith, I asked him, you know, whether or not uh, that Rockets team would have beaten Michael Jordan and that Bulls team had Michael not retired. And, you know, he offered a resounding yes. And uh, Robert Ory on the jump yesterday um, concurred. And Scottie Pippen is saying what he's saying. So, you know, it's a lot of what if. I think you have to let people play in their era. It's great for debate, but on the court, those guys are in the era they're in and they're winning in their respective eras. On the other side of this, Scoopy, uh, what's been the main cause for Cleveland's struggles? Is it just because Golden State's that much better, or is there something <laughs> that Cleveland is not doing um, that's allowing Golden State to just run through them so far? Everything you said. Uh, I think the rapper Mano, uh made a song called All the Above. All the Above. Um, when, you, when you look at uh, just like I said previously, just Golden State is just that good. Um, I think that, however, um, they're great. They're great at home. Uh, the, the, the Cleveland Cavaliers aren't bad at home either. But what makes it so bad is the, the premise of this conversation. Kevin Durant. You know, Kevin Durant wasn't on that team last year. But I also do think, you know, J.R. Smith has been inconsistent. I, I, I've, I've said. Um, that some of his shots are questionable. I think that they're too inc- – the funny thing about both teams is that the Warriors are playing like the Cavs, and the Cavs are playing like the Warriors, except the Cavs aren't making big jump shots that, you know, jumps that they usually make, and the Warriors are taking it to the basket. LeBron James, he reminds me so much of, if you will, a taller Stephon Marbury, the way he gets to the basket. He holds the ball like bread, and he dunks, but sometimes he falls in love with that jumper. Um, J.R. Smith has fallen in love with that jumper. Luckily for Iman Shumpert, he is hitting key jumpers, but they're falling so far behind. And Tristan Thompson, you know, he, he worries me a little bit. You know, he played well in the Boston series, but this series, you letting Zaza Pachilla punk you. Now, Scoop, you've been on both sides of, you know, giving an inter- asking people questions in an interview with athletes and, you know, talk shows you know people asking you questions and after game two LeBron you know kind of fired at a reporter who asked you know uh, an iffy question about you know defending home court I just got to get your opinion on you know what goes through you know a reporter's mind you know after a game you know when they're trying to ask a question and you know somebody fires back at them like that have you ever had something like that happen to you no because I don't ask stupid eight questions however this is what I think I think that we're in an era where everybody's trying to get a soundbite, and I think that these players know that. That's why if you look at uh, an oppressor with the Warriors, uh, when, when uh, someone asked Durant about Rihanna, uh, he kind of downplayed it, and, you know, you asked Steph Curry a question about it, and he said, you know, uh, we don't even listen to Rihanna in the locker room. I, I, think, I think that that reporter, I don't know who asked the question, but I know that it just sounded like it was premeditated to get a response, and, I think the players now are, they've never been, but I think they're more vocal and they're not stupid. Um, and, I, and I credit it to uh, Beast Mode. When, during his time as a member of uh, the Seattle Seahawks, I'm just here so I won't get fined. You know, and, you know, it, it goes off to Russell Westbrook. I think the players are taking their power back. And, you know, if you bite, we're going to bite back. And, and I think that that was 
that was a question you, you pull LeBron to the side and ask. That's, that's kind of not a question you ask when you've been blown out twice. Um, and uh, I believe you, you act with the golden rule. You treat people the way you want to be treated. If you, if you don't want someone that to, to, to invade your space, don't invade theirs. And I think, you know, there's a right way to call somebody stupid without calling them stupid. Or there's different ways to skin a cat. That particular reporter could have asked it in a different, in, in a more smooth way. Now you touched on it briefly, Scoop, but you mentioned Rihanna and you know music playing in the locker room, and she was found sitting courtside for Game One, and you of all people managed to get a selfie with her at some time, you know, courtside. What what was that experience like for you, getting a, a picture with Rihanna courtside? Well, we actually sat next to each other at a, a Rock Nation celebrity basketball game uh, back in 2014. Uh, at the Barclays Center. Uh, it was a CC Sebastia and Robinson Cano celebrity basketball game. Um, I mean, Rihanna was cool. I treated her like a person. To give you guys a backstory, um, it was the Rock Nation celebrity basketball game was around the same time Team USA Basketball was playing in New York. This was like right after Paul George got hurt. Um, and they were playing at Madison Square Garden the next day. So, um, you know, what happened was at halftime, I, moved, I worked my way down. Um, and I knew some of those guys on that team, KD, um, uh, James Harden was there, Kyrie was there, Carmelo was there, all those guys. And those guys actually left early to go back to the hotel. So the whole role was open. So who am I to be like, I'm going back to where I was. I sat my ASS down next to her, and we just had a conversation. She's cool people. Um, nice person, and she knows the game of basketball. The funny thing is, the next day, um, <laughs> there were photos uh, surfacing around TMZ uh, because Chris Brown was actually playing in that celebrity basketball game. And uh, you can see me on the side checking my phone and, and laughing and stuff. But there were reporters all around and snapping different photos of she and I. So kind of cool that, you know, I can ask or answer questions about Rihanna and stuff like that. But it was pretty funny that her and uh, Jessica Rosales, I think that's her assistant, uh, were sitting there being silly. And Jess was actually the one yelling brick, and uh, Rihanna got blamed for it. But she's a huge LeBron James fan. And I was going to ask you, is Rihanna a pretty good trash talker? Have you heard her talk trash when she's sitting courtside? Uh, well, I've sat with her that one time, and I've seen her at parties and stuff since. Um, when she was sitting down, I mean, really honestly and truly, she was sitting eating and chilling and drinking, you know, um, juice. And the selfie that you saw on my Twitter, um, you can find me at Scoop B on Twitter. It was a, it's a picture of her eating a french fry. It was a Nathan french fry. But um, as far as talking trash, you know, she was pretty even killed. I, I think... Um, the same way you and I are having a conversation on the phone, that's how she was, you know, there. She's pretty mellow, um, laughing, joking, talking about life. And, you know, she asked me what I was doing at the time and, you know, where I was in my career. Um, pretty humble and, and just down-to-earth person. I've seen her since at different parties and, and, and events, uh, Rock Nation events. And she doesn't forget a face, hugged me, gave me a kiss, asked how I was doing, how's my family, et cetera, et cetera. She's good people. And I got, I, I just got one more question, Scoop. Uh, so, I mean, I know you're around the, the New York area a lot, and uh, one guy that's really caught my attention out there, uh, he's a high school basketball recruit, and he's Jay-Z's nephew, Najia Carter. Have you, have, you, have you gotten the chance to see him play in person? No, but I know um, I'm, I'm pretty cool with the Carter family. Um, I, when, when that dunk happened, it was a, it was a dunk um, was on Twitter. I saw it a couple weeks ago. And I tweeted at uh, Rel. Um, Rel is Jay Z's uh, nephew. And I said, "Yo, come get your, uh, come get your, come get your kin." That's what I said to him. And he said, "Why? He do, he's doing what he's supposed to be doing." And he sounded, I could imagine his voice. He sounds like his uncle. He said, "Why? He's doing what he's supposed to be doing." But um, <laughs> no, I, I, 
I think, um, you know, that family to kind of carry on a tradition, you know, it's not just Jay-Z and his family doing doing this thing. I mentioned Ralph Carter, Jay's nephew. He actually is an A&R guy with Rock Nation. Um, have had him as a guest on shows I've hosted. And, you know, it, it's it's good to see that Carter family represent itself well. We'll see what happens with Blue Ivy in the next 15 years. Will, will she play basketball or will she be, you know, more on the artistic side? Who, who knows? But pretty cool for, you know, the Carter family to get that, that look in basketball. And before we let you go, Scoop, uh, just give us a little bit more of, you know, what you do for Respect Magazine. I know you've got your Scoopy radio podcast that you're doing. Just give the listeners, you know, a little bit of insight as to what you do, um, you know, wherever it is that you're doing. And, you know, just let everybody know. Well, first and foremost, I am the managing editor uh, and columnist at Respect Magazine. You can visit respect-mag.com. I write everything from sports, entertainment, lifestyle. Reviews on video games, you have it, everything. But um, aside from that, Scooby Radio is my podcast. It's been running for a little bit over a year now. We've had anybody from um, Terrell Owens, Alan Iverson, Wyclef Jean, Jalen Rose, Pete Sampras, and the list goes on and on. And, you know, it's been mentioned in Billboard, um, ESPN, The Jump. Uh, I can go on and on. I don't want to brag, but you guys can um, subscribe to Scooby Radio uh, on iTunes. Uh, the TuneIn app, the Stitcher app, and um, visit ScoopBRadio.com. we got a lot of good stuff coming up, and uh, you don't want to miss it. It's lit. I'm sure, you know, I'll be checking it out as well. I'm sure Justin will too. So, you know, thanks for stopping by. And before uh, game three tomorrow, you had Cavs and six. Are the Cavs winning four in a row to complete your uh, your prediction, or are you uh, kind of changing it up here? Come on, man. You know everything's top secret. <laughs> I like that. All right, not, like giving, not giving us any any hints. All right. <laughs> no, I'm still going with Cavs. I feel like if you, if you give your word and you say what you say, you stick with it. Good enough for me. The Rock's in the building. Oh. <laughs> Hold. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, thanks again, Scoop. Uh, we really appreciate you having you on, man. Thank you very much, yeah. Scoop. Have a good one. Anytime, my man. Take care. Brandon Scoopy Robinson joining us. You can uh, follow him on Twitter at Scoopy. Uh, great guy. You know, I've I've never met him, but you know, we follow each other on Twitter. You, um, I believe, you know, the first time I heard of him was, you know, you were doing a radio show, and um, he was one of your guests. And yeah, he's great. I follow him. You follow me back, and so I needed a guy, you know, knew his stuff. And good people. Scoop signed up, and glad I could have him. Yeah, Scoop is. Um one of the most influential people in my life just because I see his hustle and how much he does both uh, broadcast and print. Uh, definitely a great contact to have to see him, what he's done in that big market, pretty much all by himself too. I mean, to see him out there in the New York market and just climb up the boards and now he's everywhere. Oh my goodness. It's it's incredible, man. I, I, I respect the hell out of that man. Well, I do too. And on that note, we're going to take a quick break. Wrap up the show coming up next. Arizona basketball still making headlines in the offseason. We'll tell you the newest acquisition and commitment for the 2018 class right after the break. For those times, it was against the You know, I dealt with you tonight. I just, I just think. Nobody touched me in the right. Nobody touched me in the right. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. 
Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast Fat Mascara here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beige Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S O. L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldejanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off. 